Hello, my geeselings. It is still the geese mother, the mother goose, Robinson Earhart. This time, introducing episode 20 of Robinson's podcast with my friend, Philip Geeson. This is the second introduction I've banged out in a row. The first one was for episode 19, the last episode, if you're listening to this now, with uh, professor of the philosophy of physics, Nick Huggett. The reason I'm doing both of these in a row is that classes at Stanford start tomorrow, so I'm going to be very busy all week, and I wanted to get this out of the way beforehand, even though it's, I mean, very fun for me to do. So this episode, like I mentioned, is with my friend Phil. You will have already heard, maybe, or had the ability to hear at least, or listen to our episode where we tried a bunch of Chicago baked goods and rated them. And that was a very difficult episode for my stomach because I saved this massive piece of cake uh, for the end and from Sweet Mandy Bees. And if you've ever had Sweet Mandy Bees, you know just how heavy and dense their frosting is, which I love, but it was a mouthful and a stomach full. This episode, we're, we're back at the food again. It is the ice cream novelties episode. So without having listened to it yet to edit it, what I recall we had, we had uh, a bunch of drumsticks. We had some Haagen-Dazs ice cream bars, and we took this very seriously. Something I noticed that was interesting about this podcast versus the last one is we sat next to each other on a couch in the last episode, and that resulted in us talking to the camera a lot, whereas this time we sat opposite one another and it was much more a conversation because we were looking at each other. So it's just interesting the way that the dynamics, the dynamics change based on just how you're sitting when you're recording the podcast. There are just so many layers to this or levels to this or facets to this that I hadn't been aware of until I started doing it. So Phil and I had a lot of fun recording this. We've recorded a couple more since and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Maybe you'll end up wanting to pick up some ice cream confections or novelties for yourself. I just had a pint of ice cream, actually. I just had Beecher's flagship cheese with apple pie cinnamon rolls from Salt and Straw. And I'm, I've decided to become a mukbanger. So I'm streaming these every morning on Twitch. And YouTube at Robinson Earhart or Robinson Eats. Uh, it feels weird uh, plugging myself on my own podcast, but I've got to grow this empire somehow. So I hope you enjoy this episode and let me know what you think. All right. Running it back with my man Phil today. This time we're gonna not look at the camera as much because I feel like that threw us off because we were kind of talking to the camera instead of each other. We're exhibitionists. Yeah, but okay. We did baked goods a couple weeks ago. What yeah. was what was our conclusion? Did we have one? I feel like they were good. It was too much sweet stuff for it me was. in an hour, which usually there's no such thing. But what I've decided or discovered is that ice cream just goes down really easy because there's nothing solid in it. But the cake, 
and cookies when you just keep compounding that it it fills you up in a different way yeah i mean i think we the way that we did it made sense in terms of like how we stepped through the progression but at the end i just couldn't even handle it yeah i got sick afterwards yeah so i had tonight again why don't why does my mic sound so weird do you notice that i don't think different from yours no okay well i had planned to do a podcast tonight with graham who hasn't been on an episode yet maybe i will publish one before this who who knows on ice cream confections Uh ice cream novelties but he backed out and thankfully phil was right on the money for me so (laughs) without any further ado ice cream confections all right i'm gonna grab the first one from the freezer okay you can talk to me yeah um is this gonna be a is this like a the continuation of our last one is this like is this gonna be a series now where we're just eating sweet things i hope not i don't know if my body can handle that yours probably can i have no idea what's going on here but okay all right classics we're starting out with two vanilla drumsticks hold on i'm stopping this okay so i paused it for some audio issues that it isn't clear we even fixed but i figured okay last time even though the cookies and cakes and stuff and treats didn't totally work out doing least intense to most intense still was like the right way to go about it okay so we're starting off with the classic nestle vanilla drumstick here you go thank you Mm-hmm. I have to eat the whole drumstick though. Yeah. What do you mean? I mean I would have done that I would have done that anyway. My audio is very loud, so I apologize. I would have done that anyway though, because like the best part of the drumstick is always at the end. Um But yeah. Start talking again as I continue to check the audio. Okay. Well I was said well I, I was saying that I would have eaten the whole drumstick anyway because the That uh, sounds better. The best part of the drumstick is at the end. I don't remember what the... There's, like, a new treat out there, like, a new snack out there that's, like, legitimately just the ends of drumsticks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that sounds I don't know what it was called. I think I just saw it on Instagram or something like that. Cheers. Yeah. Mm. That's really solid. Ice cream for the win. Well, I thought you said you didn't... You only licked ice cream like a weirdo. Well, she's put my cat. My cat's here again. They're in the new apartment. My cat's freaking out. I think she's having fun though. Yeah, she's got zoomies right now. Zoomies are cute. I really like this. So the first thing that I notice about it that I really like is. There is something to be said for a really crappy, almost flavorless vanilla ice cream. Uh-huh. And that's what this is. Like, I think Dairy Queen vanilla or soft serve vanilla, even though they're generally not, it's not highfalutin Madagascar vanilla, but it's still so good. And like, this is basically just sweet. I don't taste the vanilla, but I love it. The shell is a bit minimal. I like the peanuts a lot, though. Shell is minimal. Peanuts are good. I like this. I prefer this over the ones that are like the drumsticks with the cores. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it tries to do too much. 
there's something to be said about like simplicity and this is just like all you really need there may or may not be drumsticks with a core in there but you don't have to eat one i don't think you're going to be able to make it through all this so how many rounds are we doing like eight come on (laughs) (laughs) well are you serious yeah oh my god this is a mukbang series yeah it is the chronicles maybe we should just do that maybe that's just maybe that's just our thing we just branded this right mukbang chronicles yeah i'm down it was good um i prefer to enjoy ice cream by licking it wow another thing i'm noticing about this though is this cone is super crunchy in like a great way i i am the kind of guy who never gets a cone i always get a bowl bowl places why that's that is totally what not what i would expect from you really mm-hmm I feel like the bowl is typically, it's just pure in a way. And then... Nothing more pure than cardboard. Yeah, and then... (laughs) And then... The cones always get soggy, but you know, this has like an interior layer of chocolate. And maybe that's preventing the moisture from from leaking out into the cone. I'm going to bite, I'm going to bite the ice cream just to uh, catch up to you. No, I think this is so much better than I expected. I I see what you're saying about the vanilla. Mm. It is pretty. It's it is kind of flavorless. Mm. And it's just like sweet cream. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're right. Not like vanilla. Right. I think vanilla is a different. Totally. I didn't different know flavor. what sweet cream ice cream was. Like I always. I don't know what I thought, but I always avoided it. But then I realized it was just ice cream without vanilla added. So the inside, like the bottom, I don't know, let's say fifth, is just solid chocolate. And that's really nice. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. Well, they say hunger is the best sauce, and I've been hungry all day waiting for this, so maybe that's why I like this one so much. Do you think I'm gonna go back? I'm gonna keep going back on this vanilla because I, you know what? I didn't like vanilla ice cream until I got older, and now it's like one of the only ice creams I eat. Really? Yeah. Do you think this would be too rich if it were vanilla? No. If so, it wait, you said if it weren't vanilla. If if this were vanilla, like actual like vanilla more, instead yeah. of sweet cream, do you think it'd be like way too rich? No, for me, no. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is absolutely not. So. I'm going to say that this is way better than I thought it was going to be. And I'm going to give it an 84, which is pretty high. But I think it's really good. This is like hope. Like, I think it's really good. But I think this is like the baseline with which I compare everything else. Really? Yeah. Ice cream maybe just has a really high baseline then. I think it does. I got on you about that like a couple weeks ago. Whether yeah. or not all your ice cream just strayed like way too high. Or skewed yeah. high. Which I don't feel that way. Um, I'm going to go like... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call this the 75. Even though I really feel like it should be like a 78. So you're just going to say that's your solid good? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I can, I, can, I can accept that. 
I might go back and change it, but I think this is like classic. Yeah. Well, it's sort of like I say that Ben and Jerry's is the gold standard of. I don't think it's the best cookie dough ever, but they invented the cookie dough ice cream and they do a super solid job. So even though I don't give it a 75, I give it like higher in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's still the baseline that any cookie. If if you're making a cookie dough, you best come to kill. You you like <laughs> you don't you shouldn't be making cookie dough if you're not going to do it better than Ben and Jerry's. You know what though? If I were to think about this in, in relation like to other ice cream novelties, I'm I'm more of a popsicle type of person. Oh really? Yeah, I would probably rank this higher. I'd probably say 88. I know I'm like going back on my rating, but that's because like this is certainly better than a Klondike bar. Yeah. So you're giving. Yeah, you're just saying, okay, this is the gold standard, but I'm going to take it as a 75 just to, like, even the playing yeah. fields. Yeah. Yeah, I just take 75 as good all around. So, I mean, I don't think I've ever given a pizza less than 75 because all pizzas are pretty good. Do you like the bottom where it's all cone, where it's all chocolate? My favorite. Yeah, it's good. All right, I feel like you're ready to take on another one. The, the only other, like drugstore classic that I think maybe is a little bit better than this or at least on the same level is like an OG ice cream cookie sandwich oh shit what the air conditioning was what was screwing everything up really you think so yeah can you turn that off it's off now yeah okay well if it goes back on okay so that's what it was (laughs) it's all right you live and learn yeah because now every now we're in that like crystal clear audio world where wow it's like i'm speaking right into your it's like brain it's like dead silent in here yeah it's pretty neat okay did you hear that they discontinued the choco taco i did is this why we're doing this today no it's not but did you were you a big fan of the choco taco i only recall eating it once ever in my life when i was a little kid we would go to the beach north avenue beach like every saturday from the time i was probably like one years old one year old till six and we always got a uh like a an ice cream thing from the vendors and i just recall getting a choco taco once what did you think of it you know what i i recall very vividly that i wanted it so bad i've only also had it once in my life I wanted it so bad that when I got it and bit into it, I was completely underwhelmed. Not by the flavors or anything. It tasted like a drumstick. But, like, the waffle, the waffle part was, like, chewy. It wasn't, like, crunchy at all. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, this one, I was surprised by how not chewy the cone was. Yeah. Did you have it as an adult? I'm gonna look it up just to. Dude, maybe it's because maybe because it's chocolate lined. Well, yeah. That's Is that what, what you said? said? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, but I've also said that I like the chocolate bottom like six times, and you didn't hear me. Dang! In <laughs> Choco Taco, uh, I mean on Wikipedia, it says Choco Taco was. Wow. Rip. So it consisted of a disc of waffle cone material. Rip and fold, piece. Folded to resemble a hard taco shell. Reduced fat vanilla ice cream. Artificially flavored fudge. 
peanuts and a milk chocolate coating. So it looks, yeah, it looks pretty similar. It looks a bit more intense. Anyway, I'm gonna go grab the next one. Let me see it. I think it was too intense. Uh, you know what? Like, when I think of Choco Taco. I like uh, the idea of just, of just keeping these wrappers piling up in the center of the table. Like, I have, you know what? I, I have a, I wouldn't mind my kid necessarily eating a whole drumstick. I do mind my kid eating a whole Choco Taco. It seems, it seems way too decadent. It's also gigantic. Like, Choco Tacos are... The American ideal of a taco is like the size of a Taco Bell taco until you like have like a small taco. I've never had a taco a Taco Bell taco in my life. I've never eaten a is Taco Bell. a badge Bell. of honor? No, I really want to. <laughs> the reason that I haven't is because of the tomato allergy that only just oh, like true. went away. Yeah. But it's on my list. That's why, I mean, I asked you if you wanted to do a fast food one and you said, let's do salads or raw vegetables, <laughs> which was, I was appalled. But then I thought, why not? I thought it would be funny to rate, like, raw vegetables. I, I mean, that would be funny, but it wouldn't taste good. Not because I'm, I'm not even going for funny. All right. If you haven't ever had Taco Bell, then I'm like, it's awesome. You know what? Well, My, that's what I was saying. We should just do, we should pick a fast food place and then run, run the gamut on the menu. I mean, have you ever had, like, you, you talked about White Castle burgers last time. Have you ever had, like, White Castle from the, from the teat? I don't <laughs> like, even from know. From the source. Like, have you ever gotten a crave case of, like, 20 burgers? In, like, a suitcase with a handle and then just, like, crushed them? No, I haven't. But I would go to White Castle all the time, if that's what you mean by the teat. Yeah, well, because you were alluding to the, like, frozen ones, which are, like... Oh, yeah, well, I love the frozen ones. Yeah, they're fine, but, like... I love them. But you've never had, like, a fresh... No, I've had the fresh... I've been there plenty of times. Oh, I go okay. there all the time. Anyway, before these get too hot, did you see what I grabbed from the... I did. Okay. <laughs> I, did. I did. Chocolate drumsticks. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, you don't want more. Where are these? The um, this is the last drumstick I'll make you. The eat. ice cream is chocolate, or the like the ice the filling. Cream, the oh, ice cream. Okay, is you got it. You got it. You got it. Dude, uh, there's one more. There's a caramel filled one, but I'm not gonna make you eat that one. I'll just eat that one by myself while you take a breather after okay, this. That's, that's fine. After this round. Look at, look at. It's just so funny. <laughs> she is funny. She's very cute. I feel like our cat should hang out. I don't know how they. I don't know how they'd react to each other. Mm, sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> Does your cat like other cats? Mm, no, me neither. She doesn't like other cats. You should bring her up here. Lure her up with some ice cream for a second. Cats like ice cream for real. Yeah, I know. It's kind of, kind of ridiculous. This one's also better than I was expecting. They're nailing the textures. Yes, they are. One million percent. <laughs> you hear that little crunch? We should put some. We should have like ASMR element to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think you could do that with baked goods. Baked goods mm. aren't really conducive to that. Maybe like a custard, but it's not baked. Hmm. Because ASMR has been like more than lip smacking. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not really a fan of chocolate ice cream generally, but that's because chocolate ice cream is generally super rich, and this isn't. I mean, it's not great, but it's not super rich, and it's still got the the peanuts and the. Oh, you don't like chocolate ice cream at all. Mm-mm. 
I think peanut butter ice cream would be great here. You're under something. I am. Man, that cone doesn't disappoint. Cone's fire. I can't wait to get to it. Are you noticing though that it's different, like looking at each other? Oh, way different. Yeah. We're still figuring this out. Well, you are rather. Yeah. I mean, the dynamic is different when you're in person. Yeah. Is this the first one in person? No, right? No. I've done a bunch in person. But I'm definitely still figuring this out. I think this is episode, like, 31 that I've recorded. Oh, okay. I'm not releasing until, like, September then. Hmm. <laughs> Dude, would you ever get Botox? <laughs> <laughs> no. No? you I'm thinking about it like soon or like in 10 years like soon why for what reason so I was aesthetic like or are you talking about like Botox in your armpits why my armpits <clears throat> people get Botox shots in their armpits so that they like it paralyzes sweat glands so they don't sweat as much hmm. hyperhidrosis I got like prescription deodorant in middle school because I thought I was sweating too much and nobody would like me. <laughs> but, no, so, I recorded an episode with a plastic surgeon. Okay. And it'll come out before this episode. So anybody who hasn't listened to it, check out Caroline Hudson's episode. It was very good. We rated Hostess Snack Cakes. And talked about plastic surgery. So I, when I think of plastic surgery, well, I know nothing about it. But when I think about it, what I think about is really old, rich women and, and men. No, I mainly think of women. But I also think of like uh, Wayne Newton or people like that who look like they have been, they're dead. And then somebody like cut off their faces and then reanimated their corpses and then like stretched their faces over their their skulls. That's that's what like I think of. But Caroline was telling me and she's very smart and very conservative, not in not in like a political way, but just like a reasonable sort of way. And she told me that Botox or filler or those were the two treatments we mainly talked about other than facelifts which is what she specializes in that they can be used very conservatively and agreed right and so they don't just because you do them it doesn't automatically like warp you into this monstrous figure I've described but like your crow's feet if you just like put in like a little bit of Botox, like, I mean, I don't, I know nothing. I don't know what a little bit is, but it'll just like relax your muscles just like enough that those lines will go away. And and she told me that she could hook it up. And I was, I was like, well, I'd try it. So I think I'll try it. I mean, I don't judge. Go for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
I mean, tell me how that goes. Yeah. I, I don't feel con- for it. I don't really feel concerned about it. I've got pretty good genes. Yeah, you got really good skin. Yeah, thank you. But I've got that super pale boy skin. Hmm. Like those. Peanuts. I have been spending a lot of time in the sun, though, lately. Yeah, but you're glowing. <laughs> no, no, you glow, dude. I I would get really crusty and wrinkly, but you don't have a wrinkle at all. That's how I feel about my buddy's Frank. Shout out to Frank. He will probably never listen to this. Why not? I'm going to make you pump this on every social media platform <laughs> you're worth. I just got, today I, I had listeners from Switzerland and the United Kingdom. Oh. I don't know anybody in either of those two places. So somehow Switzerland's on to me. Um, I had dinner with my, my good friends from my old firm. We, and uh, one of my buddies, Frank, just came back from like two weddings in Greece or something. Mm. And dude was looking like a glowing specimen. We all had a we had a really? one, yeah we had a big laugh yeah like a, in a nice way he was a glowing specimen hell yeah or like a fish that just got dragged up from no, Mariana's trench. Frank's a Frank's a handsome dude. Frank's a Frank's Frank's hot. Oh nice, good for Frank. <laughs> hey, good for Frank. Yeah, Frank's one of, one of, one of the funniest things. I, the reason the only reason I think of Frank is like. Um, Frank would tell the story about his friend who works at Taco Bell, and is like a like a taste like tester or like like you got me hooked. I'm helps into it. like helps concoct like new tastes and stuff for Taco that Bell. That sounds like a great job. Oh, doesn't it sound like an incredible yes. job? Yeah. What's the story though? That, that that he would just go to like all these highbrow places, French Laundry, go to all these like Michelin restaurants and stuff like that, and just like eat the like, taste tester yeah eat and like do stuff like related as to part that. of his job yeah like why would he be going to the french laundry as part of his job well i mean yeah i know he got what you don't think taco bell and the french laundry are the same <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm just trying to understand so you think they send him as like a spy to the french laundry no, no i don't, don't think don't correct s- me yet don't correct me okay. yet. so he goes as a spy that's mm-hmm. how i'm just envisioning I'm this. Move this away yeah and when he's there He's tasting like their 20 course meal or something, and he's just like searching for some subtle element that they can add to the next Mexican chalupa pizza. That is how I have always thought of it. Frank will probably bury me with like what is actually what he actually does, but yes. Okay. That's, that's how I like to think of that's it. That's cool. That's very I cool. I think that's sick. Yeah. That is like a dream, dream job. Agreed 100%. I like the idea of this somehow. I'm parlaying this somehow into being paid to review food or getting free meals at nice places. Yeah. I don't know how that how that'll work out. I'm more know. likely to get somebody selling me like ice cream they make in their garage and lace with all sorts of poisons. I think I think you should interview a, a food critic, like an actual one. Yeah, I'm, I'm that's a great idea. But I need to find some. Uh I definitely want to interview restaurateurs and cooks and things like that the podcast is just getting started i mean at this point the stop doing that (laughs) at this point the only people that i kind of have any quote-unquote pull is pull with is academics so i could get some 
some nice philosophers or scientists or things on here and and they'll come but i've just figured you know why like why waste an opportunity before i've got things figured out so before i try to get like super super big names or try to venture out i, I think i need probably more views and more of an audience to be able to which isn't to say that like the guests that I have now haven't been great like you or Haim or, or things like that, but they're more attainable. I think, um, I'm sure that some nutritionists are academics too. Of course. Yeah. Right. So like, <laughs> duh. Right. So like, I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to have like a, I don't even know if they exist, like a behavioral nutritionist, a social nutritionist, who knows? Are we oh, just going to oh. eat drumsticks all day? No, I'm going to have a third one, and then we're going to move on <laughs> from drumsticks. So okay. I'm having the vanilla caramel-filled one. So my mom actually loves these. Shout out, shout out to your mom. Shout out to my mom. Yeah, I only bought this box. And my mom. So that she could have, like, a couple caramel drumsticks. Because they only make them in the variety packs, and she doesn't like them. But what do you have in mind when you say a behavioral or I don't remember what the other descriptor you used was social yeah I have no idea okay I didn't think so but I wasn't sure. I don't know I guess I'm just riffing off it I mean I think it's interesting I think it'd be interesting to think about like mm. back to the vanilla so good is this the one that has the core yeah I want to see it mm. there's a little trickle of caramel right there show me that core Thanks for the peanuts all over my new floor. I'll scoop them up. Can cats eat peanuts? I don't know. She looks pretty chill. Yeah. She'd be a good prop if she was like over here. No. I invite her up with some more cat gogurt. Yeah, so that's that's the other wrapper that's on here. It's just like gross cat gogurt. I don't know. Cats go crazy for this. Hmm. Do, do you like regular I'm gogurt? This caramel one. Yeah, I like gogurt. Do you? Um. Yes, but only if it's like the weird versions that are like different colors and stuff. Otherwise, I'd rather just eat regular yogurt. Hmm. This caramel's good. I'm I'm big on it. All right. So then, what's the best one out of all three? This one. But I I didn't rate the chocolate one. Mm, the chocolate one was like a 75. I thought so you were going to bring that, her up onto the table. You'd put that below the... You'd put that below the vanilla. Oh, yeah. Bring her up on the table. We need to give our video audience something to look forward to. There we go. Hey. Special content. Say hi. Here it is. <laughs> Good. Great. Did you eat ice cream a lot as a kid? Yes and no. Um, but whenever I did, I, I always preferred a popsicle. Really? Yeah. Ice cream is like good. Don't get me wrong. I liked ice cream. Um, 
But when I lived in Ravenswood at the time, I would always like, I'd always like eat like the Mexican ice creams from uh, the guy that like would push the cart around all the time. Like, like spicy ice cream? Yeah. Paletas or whatnot. Not us, not spicy, but lime was always my favorite flavor. And that was more popsicle based than anything else. Right. Um, I didn't like the way that like dairy made you feel when it was hot when you eat ice cream. Like I don't eat ice cream year round. Like when it's cold, I don't eat ice cream. Hmm. When I'm at home, I don't really eat ice cream. I eat ice cream when it's like hot outside and I say, oh, okay, like this would be sick with like a popsicle or um, one of those like freeze pops or something like that. So, how was that pint of Netflix and chilled you got the other day? Oh, you know what? I crushed it. (laughs) So, are you a big Ben and Jerry's fan? Yeah, I am. Chunky Monkey, Netflix and chilled, Cherry Garcia, fish, or fish food or whatnot. Um, You like the chocolate ones. I do, yeah. I think that if I'm eating ice cream, it, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really, you know what though? I really enjoy Jer- uh, Jenny's. Jenny's. Jenny's is great. Yeah. Um, Jenny's is really good. I used to not like it. Well, it's not that I didn't like it, but I thought that she was letting me down because I had some flavors that weren't as awesome as I wanted them to be. Uh-huh. But then I just discovered I was getting the wrong flavors, and she has some absolute bangers. Oh, absolutely. There's this one that I think about all the time that hasn't come out in literally years. Maybe not since 2016 or 2017 or something like that. Which one? Um, there was a one-time limited, like a limited ice cream or whatnot. I'm not sure why. I, think I got a bunch of back. limited ones. They had like five this summer. There was watermelon taffy. I think I had that. No, I didn't. Bombastic Sunday cone. Didn't have that one butterscotch popcorn and then like some i think i've had the popcorn one and then like a, a ray of sunshine or something uh the one that i always think about is super moon that one is <clears throat> yeah i've had that one it's lavender and marshmallow yeah it's supposed to taste like lucky charms milk that one's good so good there was a time in austin where i was like really overeating to the max like i was trying to gain weight and I was also blowing through money at Whole Foods. And uh-huh. I was having, like, two pints of the Supermoon a day, in addition to all sorts of other stuff. That's insane. And I was just, like, I would just put them into... Every every meal I ate would, included a milkshake. So I would just put, like, a pint of Supermoon into the Vitamix and then just, like, have a milkshake <laughs> of it. I also did that with their, like, Lamp Brambleberry Crisp. It's easy to spend a lot of money at Whole Foods, though. Yeah. All right. I go, to, I, I go to their salad bar like twice a week, at least. So I'm going to preface this next one with something that you and I discovered a couple weeks ago that was absolutely awesome. So on my visit with Phil to five grocery stores trying to find cookies, is the AC on again? Yeah, can you turn the AC off? Sure. Thanks. So on my visit, on my visit with, with Phil to the to the to six or so or five grocery stores to get cookies for my podcast on cookies with Demetrios. We went to an Aldi for the first time and it was really unimpressive. Like shout out Aldi. No, no shout out. Well, they did hook us up with like exactly what we needed. I think hipsters like Aldi right now. 
Well, anyway. <laughs> like, all of the aisles were empty. and But anyway, it, Phil found in the ice cream aisle these root beer float kind of like push pops but they weren't push pops and i ended up eating like three in the car they were so good they were i was so unexpecting them because they had like an icy component to them and they had vanilla ice cream and it was just like a root beer float and it was perfect and so i found something by the same company at jewel who is that company i don't know i actually had one of those last night in preparation for this because you asked me, Robin asked, Robinson asked me, see, I got better. Robinson asked me to do this ice cream thing like 14 hours ago. So yeah, I had, I had one last night. Same company. What's that company? Oh. I'm, I'm I believe that I've had these before. J&J Snack Foods. Where did you find these? I've never, I've never seen these in a grocery store. I found them at Jewel. So they are icy floats. Uh, so they're blue raspberry ices with vanilla ice cream swirled to perfection. And you can see the picture there. Ooh, I'm excited for this. Mm, it looks like mine melted and refroze a bit. But I'm having two of them. We got we we established though that we have to like, we have to like grip them for a little bit, yeah. warm them up. Mm-hmm. Well, you can. Yeah, I mean you kind of have to to get it out. Didn't oh, the who made the Flintstones ones? Those were push pops, right? Oh, this is amazing. I can tell that I'm gonna like this just because I'm. This is amazing. This is like popsicle adjacent. Quite. Oh, this is so good. Oh, yeah. I'll um, trade you, like, whatever I have downstairs or upstairs for, like, the rest of these. You can have the rest of them. No. Yeah. Mine has a little less vanilla and more blue raspberry than I'd like, but it's so good. That's what I would like, though. Really? Yeah. That's what I, that's what I was hoping for. Although I've never had an icy float before. I didn't know those existed. I don't think they do. I think they just... <laughs> I think clearly because they have the root beer float version, they've just like hit on the technology to blend ice cream with, with this sort of popsicle material and they're just milking it for all they can and I'm all for that. It was my favorite one so far. I like drumsticks. Mine too. I'm going to go 88 on this. But I'd pull up the OG drumstick. <clears throat> so I'm going to go original vanilla drumstick. Um, I want to say 84. Chocolate drumstick. 80. This. 88. Yeah. There we go. I feel settled now that I've thrown some numbers out that I feel good about. When Phil lost his virginity in high school, (laughs) all of our friends gathered around outside the school and cheered him on, 
as we all went to the 7-Eleven and made him buy us ice cream to celebrate. <laughs> what a good story. Was that getting cut out? Yeah, if you want me to, but I think it's funny. <laughs> Did they have the other flavors? No, this was the only one I saw. What flavor would you want? The, um... What's the red one? It's not strawberry. No, it's cherry. Cherry. I think this would be insane in like a cherry. I would really like an orange and a grape. Oh, I think so too. But then it'd be so close to an, like a creamsicle. Creamsicle. But creamsicles, I love so much. I think I I think this should be like a mix pack. Yes. Because there are I'm like there are at least two iconic icy flavors, and. I don't know if there's a third. I don't know if I've ever run into a third. I think there's an orange one. There's gotta be, right? I get Icy Brand water enhancers. You know those like drops? Like Mayo and okay. stuff? Uh-huh. And that pack comes with cherry, blue raspberry, mango, and orange. Do you not like to drink regular water? Uh-uh. Really? You're one of those people? It tastes bad. Are you kidding me? No. Since when were you like this? Forever. Really? I mean, I do. I will drink it occasionally. I'll drink it at a restaurant. It's fine. But if I have the option, I'd rather have something with flavor. I think it was one of our gym teachers that said um, water isn't supposed to have have a taste. It's supposed to be refreshing. You don't find it, so. No, it's refreshing. Sometimes water is like the best. You gotta be real parched for that, though. <laughs> you know, bottled. You know, like some bottled water tastes different. Mm-hmm. What, like, if you're gonna reach for bottled water, what kind of bottled water are you going for? Fiji. Like a, Fiji. Yeah. I feel that way. You drink Evian. <laughs> I've had it. I laugh about this, but I, 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 I like seriously feel this way. I think Evian tastes like lotion going down. It's like so smooth. All right. I, I, I used to drink bottled water for a while, like glass bottled water and oh sparkling my. water. Yeah, and I liked Garrel Steiner and San Pellegrino. And Topo Chico. Topo Chico's fire. Yeah. Topo Chico with lime is really good. Mm-hmm. You don't drink, but the Topo Chico seltzers, like the alcoholic I seltzers. accidentally got one. Oh, you did? Yeah. I drank it. It was fine. It was nice. I enjoy them. I prefer them over like the other ones. I try not to drink too much these days. The seltzers blow my mind, though, that they don't taste like alcohol, but still have a pretty decent content. You've never been a beer, like a, a beer drinker, right? <clears throat> I was thinking about this morning. I would drink Guinness in college. I would bring Guinnesses to parties. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I think I thought it was cool, and then I also liked that nobody would try to drink it. <laughs> yeah, I think if you're drinking Guinness at a college party, you're an animal. Really? Yeah. Like in a good way? No. Oh. 
like who is this way. who is this man <laughs> who is this <laughs> person that's just making us drink loaves of bread all right i'm giving this one i think you're did you say 88 mm-hmm. well i think you're very close i gave it an 87 i would i and i could go way higher if there were more vanilla ice cream wow th- this one's blowing by we're like 45 minutes in are we really yeah no way <laughs> yeah Unless I accidentally, like, put the timing on. And I don't know how I could have done that. Like, double-timed, yeah. I posted a story. Oh, it was. It's 44 minutes ago. My goodness. You posted a story of our podcast? Or of your cat? My cat. Nice. Oh, and we're still just, like, halfway. Was this really the halfway point? Yeah. Well, yeah. How are you doing? Good so far. Yeah, there's four more items. You're right, though. This is easier to go down. Yeah, I mean, it's so much easier. I think that's dangerous. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> I mean, man, on the eighth day, God created ice cream. So, like, how did ice cream exist? I don't know. Before, So, like, I write freezer. fantasy novels, as you know. Right. And... I, like, want to give them ice cream, my character's <laughs> ice cream, but I, like, don't know if I can, and I still haven't looked it up. But somebody's going to have ice cream. Somebody's going to invent ice cream. Well, I'd like to understand when it was actually invented. Do you know? No. Do we have any idea of what the history of ice cream is? I'm guessing that it's pretty old. And <clears throat> somebody, like, tossed milk with ice cubes and and stuff and turned it into ice cream and put, like, some fruit in it. Cream ice, as it was called, appeared regularly at the table of Charles I during the 17th century. Oh, nice. That's the first time it says? I 1600s? mean... 1600s? This is not Wikipedia. This is the International Dairy Foods Association webpage. So I think Big that's ice pretty... cream. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess Can't this trust is... that. <laughs> that. Ice cream's propaganda. origins. I think you could. I think you could. Give your characters ice cream. Ice cream's origins are known to reach back as far as the 2nd century BC. Oh, beautiful. We know that Alexander the Great enjoyed snow and ice flavored with honey and nectar. Nectar? Nectar sounds good. I feel like that's probably, like, they probably would, you're, I don't know, what, in what setting your characters are in, but maybe they could just be like, venturing. What is nectar? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what nectar is. I think it. I'm just gonna go out on a limb and guess that nectar drips out of fruit flowers before it makes a fruit. I don't know. I have no idea. You want to guess? I know nectar I mean, means we don't, taste good. I don't think we consume nectar necessarily. Nectar. Nectar is a mattress company. It is. Yeah, I'm not getting too too many hits on what is what is nectar. So apparently everybody else knows but us. No. Okay, uh, Wikipedia's loading. Come on. All right, well... Th- All right, you search for what nectar is because I'm failing, and I'm going to get the next round. Well, nectar's... Bees get nectar from a flower. Whoa. So you do... Well, don't they get pollen from a flower? Uh, no. 
No. No. They're I mean, pollinators. Yes. But I, I they get they get the nectar. Wow. This is nectar is a sugar-rich liquid produced by plants and glands called nectaries which provide a nutrient source to animal mutualists. So bees are nectar consuming pollinators. Huh. Is tree sap technically nectar? Cuz then uh, maple syrup is. A floral nectaries. I don't think I don't think human I don't think we consume nectar. I think we consume like the products of nectar. Maybe. Okay. Like uh, honey is not nectar. No, honey's produced by bees. Yeah. So your characters can like Well why I'm well, what I'm wondering now though is why this freak Alexander the Great is putting <laughs> putting nectar in his it's, doesn't he know it's for bees? In his Alright. Next one. They could eat like snow snow milk and uh and honey. I mean I would eat that. I would eat that. Even. Alright, so this is the this was the one thing I saw when he put his bag in my car. The Twix ice cream bar. Have you had these before? Um no, I have not. I haven't had them in a long time and I just remember that they're super flame, particularly because they have like some crispy cookie component inside them. Oh really? Yeah. We're, we're like I've, I, I've had the Snickers ice cream. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this is awesome. Look at her, crazy. Cats are insane, especially your cat. Yeah, I'm big on this. And they've done some sort of. Frozen confection alchemy to keep the caramel sauce liquid. This is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't taste cookie yet, though. There are cookie bites on cookie balls on the top. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. I wasn't deep enough into it yet. This is good. Yeah, it's so much better than the Snickers ice cream. And I think way better than actual Twix. I think that the... It's crazy that Twix is like 220 calories or something. And this bar is 190. I think a frozen Snickers is better than a frozen Snickers bar. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I think this is on par with a Twix bar. Because I actually like Twix. I think they're very overrated. I think Kit Kats are very th- underrated. I think Kit Kats are. Hmm. I think a regular Kit Kat is overrated, but it's but it's also like one of my favorite candies, or at least the candy that I eat the most. I would say Reese's sticks, and I say this all the time: Reese's sticks are underrated. Really? So I underrated. Had them for a while. I think that was really good, though. I'm giving that one an 88. So that's my high score so far. Uh, 
I like this. I don't know if I like it as much as Icy Float. But I like this more than the chocolate drumstick. Yeah, I'd kind of put on par with it. So I'm going to go like, what did I say, 82 or something like that? Mm-hmm. Something that I noticed with the with the drumsticks is that they're smaller than they used to be. And they're less peanuts. Like the peanuts are like just like right on the top. And the chocolate coating is thinner than it used to be. And I think that's like shrinkflation. And I noticed that with the with the tw- with the Twix too, in that that chocolate is so thin that little layer right there. Because mm-hmm. that's probably the most expensive component. I'm gonna give this the same score as a chocolate drumstick. <clears throat> oh really? So yeah, not super high then. It's pretty high, eighty-two. I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, I like it. I don't love it. Do you have an all-time favorite ice cream confection? <laughs> Most likely Push Pops or Lick a Color. Those are my two favorites. I don't even know what a Lick a Color is. Lick a Color was a popsicle with multiple colors inside. Yeah. Okay, so that when yeah. you bit through I just it, didn't know what it's called. Yeah, when you bit through it, it had like six different color layers. Yeah, I hear you. What about the ice? What about ice cream based ones? My Strawberry shortcake. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I love that one too. Hands down. Really? You're in luck. Ice cream. <laughs> ice cream classic, right there. Everybody had them. They're ubiquitous, and they just tasted so good. Yeah, I love those too. That's a good point. I I love the strawberry shortcake. I also in the popsicle family. I really love the creamsicles. And then I was also a huge fan of the M&M ice cream sandwiches. Mm, yeah. Although I didn't eat those that much. Really? Mm-hmm. Are right, you ready for, the, for another one? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... Um... So we have to clean our cat's eyes all the time because she's she's flat faced. So that's all I'm doing. So next, <laughs> excuse me. Now we have some mini swirls, blue bunny, strawberry shortcake cones. Okay, so these are they're the strawberry shortcake bars, except they're cones. Oh, right. I had no idea they made these. No, I'd never seen them before either. I might love this. You might. This might be my next favorite, like... We'll find out. Oh, this is a great size. Oh, it's got a white co- coating. Interesting. These are these are significantly smaller yeah. than drumsticks. Yeah. Hmm. I'm getting that strawberry shortcake flavor. Too much. What? What is this? White chocolate? I think so. Too much for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Too sweet. Too thick. Too thick. Too sweet. Hmm. I enjoy it. I don't know if I'm gonna enjoy. I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. 
I mean, it's mad good. But like the drumsticks <clears throat> with the peanuts, it only really had the, the shortcake-y stuff right on top. The reason I liked it, the reason I enjoy strawberry shortcake is the, like, it's a mixture of textures. In addition to just being like really tasty. So I think that like, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of this like cho like white chocolate. I don't remember white chocolate even being a component of the original. They're not. They're not, right? Mm -mm. This is like, this is throwing me off. It's like too sweet. Not for me. What's I the bottom it. of the cone since you're already there? Like, there's very little, but it's white. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to give this one 86. I prefer <clears throat> a regular chocolate drumstick over this. Oh, really? I'm going to go eight, right in the middle. Because I gave the original, what, 84? Mm-hmm. Chocolate 82, 83 for this one. And your all-time favorite ice cream, though, is the Halo Top Mochi. Yeah. I mean, not Mochi, green tea. Actually, that's actually, you know, <clears throat> mango or green tea, like Mochi ice cream. I've never had Mochi. Never? No. Some people don't like it. Some Maybe Mochi would be a good one to do. Another uh, of these, another one that I thought would probably be really good is, is cheese and crackers. Because cheese, I mean, there's so much you can talk about with cheese. There is a lot you can talk about with cheese. I what do you a... think of this strawberry like filling thing in there? I can't even tell what it is. It's probably like jelly. It looks like a jelly, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. I have, an, I, have this, I have this colleague... Who's, um, whose family, like, business back in Italy is to just, like, wake up every day and make mozzarella. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. And so whenever, whenever people are saying, oh, yeah, I'm going, through, I'm going to Europe and I'm passing through Italy and blah, 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 he is always, like, encouraging them to go to his family's, like, milk farm wash uh, maybe not wash the whole process but at least come come back with cheese and i was like dude that's okay i'm sold that is awesome but he was telling me he's like he was telling me we, we went to a summit in denver um about the entire process like his family waking up at like three or four in the morning to go milk milk the for the for the cheese they make it fresh every single day sell it to the village oh, every so they single sell day it. yeah it's not just like they're doing it for them no Um, there is a lot to talk about with cheese, but then we do have to go like, I don't know. I think there are too many, <clears throat> I mean, there's a lot of like ice cream things that we could do. There's just too many cheeses we could do. I don't see the difference. White cheese only. Oh yeah. But yeah, I was For just example. thinking like if you go to a Whole Foods, you can pick like six bomb cheeses, three crackers, and then just dig oh, in. I feel you. You ever do that like with the... What is it called? Like the like small like, they're like the exploratory cheeses or whatnot in the basket. You get the big ones, 
Dang, that's a lot of commitment. I mean, I'm not getting a whole wheel of no. keys. <laughs> I'm moving like a, a wedge like the size of that cone. Yes, those are what I'm talking about. Like the oh, tiny no, ones. Oh, no, no, no. Like, you're talking about like where they just sell like the rind, basically. Like the, it's like the, so small. It's like no. maybe like two, $2 a piece. No. And you're just like, oh, I like this. Let me write this down. Uh-uh. Hmm. When you mentioned your friend... The handsome Frank <laughs> from Greece. <clears throat> he's, not, he's Italian. He just went away from Greece. Right, but I was just thinking about Greece. And are you into olives? Uh-huh. I've only just like started eating olives. I used to always think they tasted gross, but now I'm I'm changing my tune. Our but, palates change when we get older. Yeah, but there's a, there's just like this whole world of olives now that I have to discover. It's bizarre. I mean, they have different flavors. I've only had like a couple. What so, kinds have you had? I don't know. But then I've also had another thing I've just started exploring is mushrooms. Like mushrooms can be so good. Well, I ask this: what kinds of, what colors, maybe like what colors and sizes of olives have you had? I think what I've had are Kalamata olives. Okay. And then some bean-looking red ones. Oh yeah. Okay. I think those are those are the only things that come to mind. Do you have the ones where you like? <clears throat> they're like firm. Green, you bite into them. You have to take the like pit out the seed. I don't know if I've had those. You like those ones? Love them. But it seems like there's just like a whole world. Like if you go to Whole Foods, like they've got that carousel with all sorts of olives, and each one looks completely different. Dude, olive oils. Olive oils are like a whole oil. like whole world. Yeah, I love olive oil. All right, talk about olive oil. I mean, I don't know that much about olive oil. I just know that there's like, I just discovered that there's this like incredibly, you know what? The first time I discovered there were like incredibly expensive olive oils was uh, when you and I went to Ann Arbor for the first time, which was a transformative experience for me because I went with my mom during um, like campus visits and then I went with you. And then we just like went to Ann Arbor. That was a pretty cool time. But Zingerman's had like a thousand dollar, like thousand dollar bottles of olive oil that were no bigger than the size of like a bottle of ketchup. Zingerman's is such a great place. All right, second to last, we have, you know, Hagen Dazs has really just been slaying it with their branding lately. <sighs> and so I saw these, and the branding looked so good that I had to get them. And they've lured me into a couple of their pints lately, too, with that. So these are Haagen-Dazs Dolce de Leche Churro ice cream bars. Okay. I'm going to have two of these. Let's see. And Phil will will get one because he's been a good boy. Whoa. There you go, sir. Look at at the packaging. Yeah. Ooh, this feels nice and thick. I like that. Uh, but it's kind of small. I don't think they've ever changed in size. Okay. First thing I noticed... Should, we should have palate cleansers in between. First thing I noticed, though, is... See, this is a thick shell. And you notice that when you bite in. Well, the <clears throat> strawberry shortcake had a very thick shell. Mine didn't. Oh, maybe I would have liked yours better. Maybe. (laughs) But 
Hagen Dazs is a premium brand. I'm guessing that these are more expensive, and that probably explains it. This is. This is intense. Yeah. It's very rich. It's very cinnamony. It's like, got a cinnamony shell. I don't know what these bits are embedded in the shell. Churro, dog. Um, cinnamon churro ice cream with dolce de leche ribbons dipped in caramelized white chocolate with crispy churro pieces. No wonder I like this. I like white chocolate. Hmm. I'm finding, though, the cinnamon flavor to be a bit artificial. I don't usually mind that for fruit, but I don't like that for cinnamon. I can't really get over how um, how thick and rich the shell is. In a good way or a bad way? It's overpowering the ice cream. I agree with that. Can you? T- yeah, I can't really taste the ice cream. That's okay with me, though. I would buy this though. Mm-hmm. I like this. I'd buy it. Interesting. The only place I'm seeing cinnamon on <clears throat> the ingredients is in the ice cream itself. So not in the white chocolate, not in the dolce de leche swirl. I guess that kind of makes sense, but also not in the churro. Yep, this whole thing is super overwhelmingly cinnamony. So that leads me to believe that there's got to be an artificial flavor somewhere. Cinnamon enhancer. Yeah. Hmm. It's a good ice cream. I'm going to go 85, 86. Somewhere in there. Does haagen make Dove bars? I don't know. They're the same size, though. Same size as, like, Godiva bars, too. Yeah, it's just the stick looks very familiar to me. I think think there's a universal stick. Um, I feel like there's a universal stick supplier. Hmm. That's possible. You mess up my chair? No, your chair's fine. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> dang! How many? How many come in one? Three. So finishing this box up. I can't believe we have another one. Just What's one more? Okay. Okay. So what food do you want to get on Thursday? <laughs> you want to do this on Thursday, or do you want to eat actual no, let's, food? let's eat real food. <clears throat> what are you thinking, salad? I mean, you know, it really entices me that you've never had Taco Bell before. Oh, well... If we're going to do Taco Bell, we should do that on a podcast. 
But if we're just going to get dinner, you've got your wedding coming up. I've got my wedding coming up. Have you, have you, um, have you built out your speech yet? I'm not giving a speech. Oh, I have to give one. I, I stay up at night and really think about what I want to write. You're actually writing a speech? Absolutely. Wow. I'm just doing the ceremony. I'm doing, I'm doing both. Nice. Wow. You'll be good at that. It's quite an honor. Where, where's your uh, Where's your sister's wedding? Portland. Oh, nice. Does she live out there? She lives in Berkeley. Oh. <laughs> she saw more Gogurt. Yeah. Um, have you ever like been to Portland? No. Portland is like a weird place. Duh, okay, that's like the most cliche thing anybody can say. But like, in my opinion, what was so striking to me about Portland was that the food scene was so good. The food scene was like extremely diverse, well executed, well done, and like I um, like there's like some there's just like some food I've just like never had before. It's incredible. I was, not suspe- I was not suspecting it. They, I never think of Portland as a food city. That's why I say, oh, it's weird. I mean, there's other like aspects to it that are weird, but that's why I was saying. Um, so I always talk about Portland being like unexpectedly cool in that regard. Did you just crush two? I'm yeah. not even done with one. <laughs> yeah, and like my stomach's at like. A third capacity, I'd say. Whereas, by this point in our last one, with the cakes, I was like, on the verge of death. But I realized that afterwards, my superpower is I have like, amazing recovery. Because you told me, like an hour after we finished it, you were like, oh, my stomach hurts so much. And an hour after we finished, I was like... Looking at the Sour Patch Kids I had in my room, I was like, gosh, I wish I could open you. I went to Whole Foods after to get a salad and a rotisserie chicken For the to cat. find any sort, no, to find any sort of equilibrium after all the sugar we had. What kind of salad? I actually hit the salad bar and got like 10 different things. Oh, you made it. Mm-hmm. It's like, what did you put in there? I didn't, you know, I don't even know if I want to call it a salad per se. I got like raw beets. Oh, that raw beets or not roasted? raw, but like like nah, they weren't even roasted. They were just like you know how they do like paleo, whatever. Like yeah, I feel like raw beets though are they're not like raw they're potatoes. Like, grilled, right? like you can't eat them. I guess they're grilled. I guess they're grilled. Okay. Oh my god, she's bugging out, yo. I, <laughs> <laughs> I never ever buy vegetables. Or make vegetables, but since I've been staying with my mom, she makes salads. And what I like in a good in a salad. Oh, and I've been getting salads when I go out to restaurants because uh-huh. when I'm at a restaurant, I can always eat like five or six thousand calories worth of that food, but I'd never want to. And I know that the salad will fill me up 
But what I like in a salad, obviously, is lots of bacon and ranch. But that like defeats the purpose of a salad. Absolutely. So you like like so it's essentially the Cobb salad. But an actual the actual salads that I like have to have like a really nice like buttery lettuce. Buttery lettuce. Butter is lettuce. Yeah, butter lettuce is good. But okay, you put beets in your salad. What else did you have there? Uh, some grilled zucchinis. Okay, that sounds good. Um, I had a little bit of like the smoked mozzarella pasta salad. That sounds good. Some like sweet potatoes. This isn't the the healthy salad I envisioned. It's not that healthy, but it's not like awful. It's not f- like eating six pieces of cake in one night. Uh uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't finish it all in one night either. Oh, now you're sucking that ice cream. I think the best way to eat this type of ice cream is to eat all the shell and then like double back. Uh huh. I wouldn't know. This is exhausting. So, okay, you said you worked out at Equinox today. What did you do? Did 10 push-ups and sat on my phone for like an hour. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. (laughs) That'd be bad. Um, Did a leg day. Oh, me too. Bunch of leg presses. Um, Whatever the machines do, man. I don't know. You just go on random machines. Yeah, I don't ever really know what they're called. I think that's good for me because I don't know what I'm doing in the gym sometimes, and so and so, going to machine, going to a machine, and then like figuring out what to do on it, and then like giving myself some sort of structure in that way, is helpful to just do anything. Ton of squats. Like what structure do you give yourself on the machine? You mean just because the machine gives you parameters or parameters? That's what I would. I think that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Okay. Do you just like hop on and do like 10 reps and then rest and do like 10 reps or how do you, how do you do it? Bang out 12 times five. Dang. Leg days are pretty, leg days are, yeah, leg days are not like, I don't know. I think because I've leaned towards like spin classes, leg days aren't all that crazy for me. No, you're wrong. You're not doing it right. Leg day is the worst. That's why there's so many memes about, like, did you skip leg day? Or, like, don't skip leg day. Because if you're doing leg day right, it hurts because those muscles are so I big. mean, it definitely hurts, but I, I don't think it hurts as bad as, like, um, like my delts right now are just... Or not my delts, rather. My, uh, my tri... Uh, what the fuck are these? Triceps. Triceps. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My triceps hurt like a mother lover right now. From day before. your leg day today? <laughs> day before. Nice. All right, finish suckling that stick. I was doing skull crushers at like a weight that it was just like too skull much for me. Skull crushers. Nice. And I, I, I can't like, I was like in the shower and I couldn't like reach my head. Oh, that's not, I love that feeling. Right now, my... I'm not sore. All right. Last one. All right. Let's see what it is. I'm excited for this surprise. I've, you did a pretty good job with these surprises. I feel like Graham actually missed out on this. Oh. I'm not... Running it back with the Haagen-Dazs. With... 
some summer berry waffle ice cream bars. Is it chocolate too? We will find out. Now, I don't think Graham missed out on this because he's pretty weak and it would have been really disappointing <laughs> after, after he like couldn't get past two drumsticks. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe we should have done this one first. Well, I don't know. This one Why because do you say that? Because the chocolate's darker. This one's going to be more difficult to eat. Oh, I need to read the description on the box, though. Yeah, this one's much more intense. Uh-oh. Creamy strawberry ice cream with raspberry ribbons dipped in milk chocolate with crunchy waffle cone pieces. I didn't get to rank the churro one, rate the churro one, but I thought what I was going to give it. And I'm going to give the churro one an 89. Oh. I like that one a lot. This one's not as rich as the churro one. Oh, I think this one's way more rich. Really? Yeah, I find that... I find chocolate to be really overwhelming. But I find white this chocolate has less calories than the other one. I find white chocolate to be more overwhelming than milk Not chocolate. Not me at all. It's interesting. This is milk or dark? It's milk, yeah? Yeah. But the shell's really good again. I'm not getting so much of the waffle cone pieces that are supposed to be in it. But I like the raspberry jam that's in that strawberry ice cream. The waffles on the it's in the it's in the mix, cuz. What do you mean? It's in that chocolate, cuz. I know it's in the chocolate, but I don't really get much of it. Textural, cuz. It is textural. Okay, that's the first time I got any of this raspberry swirl. How are you feeling about this one? For me, the chocolate's just too much. That raspberry is way too fake tasting. Oh, I like see, I like the fake raspberry, but I don't <laughs> I don't like the fake cinnamon. <laughs> the Hagen does. These are entirely too rich. You think? Mm-hmm. One million percent. Uh, they feel decadent. That's probably what they're going for. To the point where you can only eat like one. I, I, I cannot eat more than this. We're done. I mean, I'm going to finish this. Right, I'm saying this is the last one. But I'm saying like, I, I, I couldn't eat like... I couldn't sit on a couch and eat like, like bank three of these out. Yeah, I could finish everything we have. <laughs> but <clears throat> this is all I have allotted for the day, alas. Do you ever wonder if you can be a competitive eater? Yeah. Do you think you have the speed? I think that's the key. 
I don't think I could be a competitive eater. I thought I could. Really? And then I put myself against you and I think, no, never mind. <laughs> I no. feel like I got the speed down. I just don't have the volume. I feel like I'm the the kid that's like the best at the high school and then he goes to D1 and then ends <laughs> up like playing against Michael Jordan and realizing that he's like way worse than he thought he was. So I can definitely pound down food with anybody. But if I were with the, with the best of the best, I'd get <clears throat> trounced. Have you ever done a food challenge at a restaurant or anything? Yes. yes. Which ones have you done? Or which one? I did a very, very spicy bowl. Ooh, yeah, like I couldn't do that. Done that a couple times. Where? Done one here. At, what? um... A spicy bowl of soup? What's this, what's this ramen place called? Strings. Hmm. Never heard of it. It's actually next to the, um... It's next to the bop and grill that your dad went to and talked about on episode three. <laughs> um, I did one of those. What were, what do you get if you win or it's free? Did you win? I mean, I got it for free. So you won? Yeah. I mean, like I'm pretty sure many people have done it though. In fact, I know for a fact many people have done yeah, it. Yeah, but like it wasn't that exciting. Clear, most people clearly don't finish it or else they couldn't have this challenge. <clears throat> I think the most exciting one that I did was in it was in LA. It was for a spicy black bean like noodle dish challenge. It was it was a freaking huge bowl. It was like think of a popcorn bowl full of like noodles and then like it was like mad spicy. Um and I ate it the day before one of my friends' weddings. And I was up all night, like, very sick because it was so spicy. I won. I did it. I did it all. And I even, like, drank all the, like, super spicy sauce. I got my picture on the wall, so it's somewhere in L.A. And I got it for free. And that's it. How how much was it, you think? How much? Calorie-wise? or like No, uh, price-wise. It was, like, 20 bucks or something. It wasn't crazy. So what made it difficult? Because it was super spicy was or there was super a big spicy. quantity? Yeah. My girlfriend and I had Adelaide. She had, uh, we had flown in from LA. We were mad hungry. Or we had flown into LA for the wedding. Mad hungry because it was super late. And I was like, let's just go here. <laughs> and they had a challenge. And I thought it would be, like, cool to my to be immortalized in that way. And so I did it. And then again, I got so sick because it was so spicy. I spent all of that night and then like the early morning just like dying, basically. But I looked so skinny at the wedding, so <laughs> right. it was awesome. Man. It is now even my LinkedIn picture because I look so good. Yeah, I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't want to do a spicy challenge because I don't like spicy things that much. But I would really like to do some like quantity challenges, like big bowls of ramen, things like that. Have you done any quantity challenges? No, but you know what? Like, I have looked into competitive eating before, just like for fun, because I thought like I at at one point in my life I thought that I could easily do some something like that. Um, 
and there are there are several qualifiers in the area. Like oh really yeah like what do you have to and, do and by that I mean by that I don't just mean like your regular amateur qualifiers. I'm talking IFC international like food committee or whatnot. Oh wow. Um, there are several challenges around there that end up qualifying you for like the competitive circuit, but also most importantly, like the Nathan's hot dog eating contest on ESPN, like that, like the Super Bowl. What does a qualifier consist in? Um, both volume and speed challenges, but I think you have to like eat. But it, but are they like you have to win a challenge at a specific restaurant, or they hold a competition? They hold a competition. I see. You know, I've been in two, I think. I think I was like, as a 10-year-old, I was in a pie-eating contest, but it was stupid. It was like, they put like blueberry jam in a bowl and then like put whipped cream on it, and I don't think I was into those things then. Uh And then Graham and I did like a big Sunday eating contest in Michigan, but I don't recall the outcome. We were also like nine or 10. Do you think you could crush the competition now? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I could eat like like, like tomorrow. I'm gonna have a quart of ice cream for breakfast, and it's gonna be easy. <laughs> that is absurd. Yeah, I've got a quart of Hudsonville Creamery malted milk ball ice cream, and that'll just be an easy breakfast. Hmm, you've really done a number on that shell. How is it now without the shell? Much better. Yeah. See, I don't. Yeah, I don't like the. If Way that more had, tolerable. If that had white chocolate on it, then I would have really been into it. Do you think white chocolate's like less rich than milk? I really think yeah. it's the other way around. Interesting. No, I think I can. I can see how the the white chocolate is definitely sweeter, but I think of the. There's just some component that's not fat content or sugar content in chocolate. Like dark chocolate to me is like so rich. Even though it's not more intense calorically, it's just like the flavor is super intense. It's bitter. Yeah, and milk chocolates have that too if they're of a high enough content. Do you like, um, are you aware of like the difference between like your traditional Hershey's American milk chocolate versus like like a European or like a, another country's milk chocolate? I just learned about this maybe like a couple months ago. I probably don't know what you're going to say. I was just going to say that, I mean, they're probably using single origin beans ground in a certain way, whereas Hershey's is just taking like huge vats. It's more so with the milk and the milk content, which is why the, like the taste of milk chocolate in America is very different. I think sweeter. I'm not sure. Why is it? I can't quite articulate it because I can't like recall. Okay. We'll look into it though. Anyway, these like food eating contests, what do they entail? Um, There was like, how much cream of corn can you eat in like 10 minutes? In a qualifier? Yeah, or something like that. Uh, That sounds terrible. (laughs) I don't know what cream of corn is. It does. They don't sound like tasty. Is it a soup? Well, my phone's dead, so I can't see. But if you if you were to look up IFC eating championships, well, I want to know what cream of corn is. It's um, well, there is a cream of corn soup. Oh, it's just it's just you mean creamed corn? 
It's just like corn with Cream. creamy, cheesy something. That sounds awesome. But it also sounds like it would get real disgusting real fast. Oh, absolutely. Do you know the place Lucky Sandwich Company? Yeah, I went there like two months ago. Oh, really? First it's time. like a few blocks away. Yeah. And they have this, they have like stuffed sandwiches. So it's french fries, meat, coleslaw. Yeah. Yeah, Graham and I used to go there all the time in high school because back then they had a steak sandwich that we really liked. But they, they've since taken that off the menu. Really? Yeah. But it was so good. And we would get bacon and an egg. And they had a, a challenge where I think it was like eat three sandwiches in 30 minutes. And I bet I could have done that even though those sandwiches were jamongous. Did you ever watch Man vs. Food? Yeah. He was there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's how I found out about the place because in high school I was watching Man vs. Food all the time. Really? I loved that. <clears throat> loved that show. Uh, but I guess he had to stop because it was like killing him or something. Well, he wasn't really built like a true competitive eater. Well, true just competitive eaters challenges. are like super skinny. Yeah. I mean, Kobayashi had this thing. Takara Kobayashi had like a medical condition where his stomach sat lower in his body than the average person. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is why he was able to take down that much more food. Hmm. Little known fact. Yeah, that's interesting. Is he still eating? Yeah, but he and he and the... Um, and the IFC have since gone separate ways. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so he's on his own circuit now. He is on his own. He's like Conor McGregor fighting Floyd Mayweather or something to avoid the UFC. Yeah. What I've, what I've actually heard is that he, um, he holds his own hot dog eating contest on the same day and the same time. Oh, really? At like some random rooftop party in Brooklyn. That's funny. Yeah. Versus on That's Coney some Island. shots fired. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so I was thinking, see, I want to do a talk about, well, what I would love to do would be really fun to like get burgers from like six different places, like get a a White Castle, a McDonald's, a Burger King, Five Guys, like all these places and then do those in a channel and well, in a, in a podcast. But the problem with that, I think we might've talked about this last time Mm -hmm. is that they'll get cold. And I don't just want to have them all like sitting in the oven or, and like taking time to run around because then it just doesn't feel like, I mean, then it can still be fun, like as a food challenge, but we're not really able to rate them as God intended them to be eaten. Whereas (laughs) I say that as a joke and, but I feel like if you just do one place, like running down like the whole Taco Bell menu, then you can get it home in time where it's like a reasonable meal. I mean, we could always Uber Eats it. Yeah, but it'd definitely be faster. Oh, like you could Uber Eats it from like, with like five different accounts. Like you could Postmates, Uber Eats, and then it like gets to you from all the different places. Like that'd be pretty funny. Uh, no, but you could, do it, you could do it all on one Uber Eats. Well, right. But then if you did that... Like if one driver has to get all of them, is that what you're saying? No, I'm okay. So if one driver gets all of them, then it defeats like the entire problem for sure. But if you have five drivers, 
all getting them at the same time and then well like stacked <laughs> like 10 minutes apart uh-huh. and like you get your burger king then you get your mcdonald's then you could like do it you could do it like that and have it all be somewhat authentic but what i was saying is if you just do one menu yeah you can eat it uh properly yeah mm. we could always talk about it afterwards yeah that's no fun i think part of it well i don't know i've got i've got like 300 more of these episodes in me so <laughs> i can hit all the places i'm just still thinking about what to do i'm gonna start actually mukbanging in like a month is that even like profitable anymore i have no idea i'm gonna do it though i was actually watching like a like the demise of a of an american mukbanger what do you mean um on youtube this dude who, like it's a movie called the demise no there's this dude who who started doing it years ago uh he was a former vegan and when he started his channel he was 160 pounds and then like because of the lifestyle and the pressure he is currently like 350 oh wow yeah that's crazy no when i've said when i say i'm gonna start mukbanging my intention is to just like when i have my morning quart of ice cream just like instagram and twitch and tiktok that i'd be into that i'd also be into you smashing your face into the ice cream but did you follow did you follow that account no i didn't but when you sent me a couple it was funny (laughs) it like hurts my soul to watch this poor woman's like demolishing bread and not eat it i think she eats it afterwards yeah, well, maybe, but it still makes the bread less appealing. <laughs> anyway. What would you rate that last one? Oh, we didn't do that, did we? Uh, I'm going to give that one pretty low. I'm going to give that one like a 76. Huh. Yeah, that was my I was gonna favorite give... after the... Like, I gave the chocolate drumstick a 75, but because it was like chocolatey and this one was like even though the ice cream wasn't chocolate the chocolate was so intense so i'm kind of eating some of my words in that i was saying earlier that the shells weren't thick enough on some things and if it's like the crappier chocolate that's less chocolatey i wouldn't mind if it's thicker but that was like a really rich serious chocolate and it was too thick i would actually pull both of these hagen down to the 70s uh yeah i like this i like the churro one i'll tie them both at 77 I mean, look, they're great, but they're just too much. It's like way too much. But I think uh, ice cream novelties was a good one because you can bang out a lot of them and it's not that onerous. So I'm definitely going to do this one some more. I don't know. I, I would do baked goods again, too. But all right, man, we have done like an hour and a half. So that's pretty solid. That's solid. Yeah. Until perhaps Thursday. What was our first Thanks one? Thanks again for joining me. An yeah. hour? Yeah, I think our first one was probably an hour. Cool. All right. Hasta luego, amigo. See ya. I have recorded this about 10 times because I'm just so bad at asking for help. But if you could 
like, subscribe, comment on whatever medium you're consuming this nascent fledgling podcast on. That would be so helpful because the best thing for helping me grow this podcast at this point is making it at least appear that I have an audience. So thank you for listening and thank you for supporting me.